Welcome to Lawnext PR, the podcast where we put a spotlight on the latest news coming out of the legal tech industry. This is Bob Ambrogi, and our topic today is the 2024 Small and Mid-Sized Law Firm Report, hot off the presses from the practice management company, Practice Panther. Joining me today from Practice Panther to tell us more about it are Maya Oyebadajo, Vice President Marketing, and Colin Lee, Chief Financial Officer and Chief Revenue Officer. Mayo and Colin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having Great us, Bob. Bob. Thanks for having us. It's been a while. It's been a while. I know it. Well, thanks for doing it. Well, let's, let's dive right into this. Uh, tell us about what this report is and why it matters to law firms now. Yeah, I'll, I, I can kick it off and, and open it up to Colin as well. Um, so th- this report, uh, we're truly excited about. I think it provides a really comprehensive look at some of the most important trends impacting law firms today, right? And the playbook that we're seeing really successful law firms leverage um, as they navigate some of those trends heading into the new year. I, I think there's been so much change uh, across the last year from macroeconomic client expectations competition hiring. It's just really important for law firms to be able to take a step back and understand how these shifts are um, impacting not just their current day-to-day, but also how they think about and plan for 2024. It's a a really uh, pivotal moment in, like Iowa said, in the economy, but also for legal um, because it's impacted a little bit differently. And similar to when the pandemic happened, you know, everyone's very kind of confused and trying to figure out is what I'm doing right. And for us, um, a big thing with our customers and uh, kind of like the larger community is to say, hey, you're, if, if you're like this, you're not the only ones going through it. And here's are some things that, that can, can help you navigate this. Yeah. Well, as you say, it, it is a pivotal, pivotal moment in the economy. Uh, and, and as we're heading into 2024, what is this report? What is the research that you did tell us about what the outlook is for law firms and what law firms outlook is themselves on the future? Yeah. So this report, um, you know, I, I think when I think about our the 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 seat that we sit in here at Paradigm, we were very privileged in that we sit at an intersection where we're constantly getting to interact with firms across practice areas, sizes, and we get to hear the questions that are constantly top of mind for them. Right. Um, and I think like any of us, when there's a lot of change happening, you know, professionally, personally, we, we look to those around us to understand, well, how should we feel about it? Right. Like, how should we be making sense of it? And I think law firms are no different. Um, they they want to know, you know, how are other firms responding? How are they reacting and what signals can I glean from that? And so for us, it was really important to look, you look at that and then democratize the access to that information that we, we sit with. Add some more rigor and data to it. We, you know, pulled in Practice Panther data, you know, leverage surveys of you know, tens of thousands of professionals, really to um, inform both our customer base and the market more broadly. I think we see some some very interesting things in the data, especially as you think about the outlook going into to next year. If I had to sum it up, I would say law firms are they're vigilant. Um, they um, they're interested to see where the economy is going to head. Right? Are we headed into what, a recession? Are we in a recession? Right? I think every couple of weeks you see some news about another major company and some layoffs and right and that's kind of hard to ignore but i think law firms unlike many other industries aren't necessarily adopting this um fiscal contraction right i think the the legal industry is poised for a lot of growth and i think law firms understand that 
and more relevantly, they they feel it in their day to day. Right. And so there's a lot of optimism that comes with that, Bob. And I think you see it in the report where there's some stats and they really compelling graphs in there. I'd encourage everyone to to read it. But 75 percent of law firms are increasing or maintaining their budgets across major you know, spend categories. I think travel probably being the one exception. And when you, you know, delve into the specific areas where their, you know, firms are most commonly investing the most, it's clear that they're positioning themselves for continued growth, right? It's 39% of firms increasing budgets in, you know, technology and software, about 40% in, in salaries, another third in marketing. And so I think law firms are clear that 24 presents an opportunity for increased growth. And there's optimism that's backing that up in terms of how they're, they're spending their, their dollars. Yeah, and of course, I'm always interested in the uh, spending on technology. But, but Colin, what did what did you uh, get out of this in terms of that? Well, one thing I wanted to point out too is is that uh, when we talk about law firms in, in this context, we're we're really focusing on the on the um, small to medium size uh, right. uh, side of the market. Whereas, like in big law, you you may see some more kind of contraction where their customers are more of the enterprise customers to begin with. Whereas we, we've seen a, a lot of our, our practice areas within our customer base, they work in more counter cyclical or um, counter recession types of practice areas like bankruptcy, or personal injury. Um, so a lot of their practices are actually thriving from, from a business perspective. Um, however, you know, you never know, right? So um, a lot of that double down and in, in, in technology is actually a good thing for the sort of the bottom line. Yeah. You know, Mayo, you talked about the fact that there's optimism among small and, and medium-sized firms uh, evidenced in this report, but it also finds challenges that law, law firms are, are facing on, on a number of fronts. I, you know, how, how are firms kind of balancing that that optimism and those challenges, and, and how are they meeting those challenges? Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of great ways that we see firms uh, adapting, and we, we call out a couple takeaways that Firms, um, really successful firms, are starting to think about and, and, and leverage, but also across the board, all firms should be, you know, paying paying caution to. And I think one of the, the really um, central points that we, we we call out throughout the report is really around just how small and mid-sized law firms can be increasing that, you know, the, the cash return on their their staff's hours, right? Which is as important in this market as it's ever been, right? And so, how do you actually realize the cash profits from all the work that their law firm is doing? And so. Um, you know, there's a couple pieces that inform that, that we see law firms thinking a lot about. Utilization rates is one of those, um, you know, billing realization collections. I think the former and the latter being a really salient place that law firms are really harping on uh, to really improve efficiency. I think one of the big things that we, we, we also call out is specifically for utilization. Um, we make this distinction that I think is really important for law firms to think about related to traditional utilization versus true utilization, right? And I think Traditional utilization being, you know, how the, the industry has long thought about law firm productivity, right? You take the number of hours that an attorney logs um, in a given, you know, standard work week and call it 40 hours. So you divide it by that and get a percentage of the billable hours that an attorney is um, actually getting for an eight-hour day. And, and that is up, right? And, and that number was you know, 34% in 2022, and it's up to 36% this year. We're on pace to hit that, I should say. And that's exciting. That that's some of the, the great work that you know we've all been doing in this industry for, for a long time and you know ongoing adoption of practice management software, functionality that allows law firms to reduce a lot of the time spent on those you know non-billable tasks. But I think the thing about traditional utilization rate is that lawyers aren't just working, you know, eight hours a day. 
Bob, you're still you know, a practicing attorney. You know that you know better than most. Like that's just not the case, especially in this market. There's data in the report about the fact that you know, 60% of law firms are saying their workloads per staff member are up year over year, 60%. And, and that, that's huge, right? And I think it's the, the point there is that as the overall number of hours worked increases, um, the potential true utilization goes down because you're no longer cutting it just by an eight-hour workday. And so um, that's really important. So I think it's the, it means that the work isn't done, right? And so as law firms continue to adopt practice management software, it's not enough to just use it for you know, billing or, you know, invoicing, like there's so many features that I think an all-in-one practice management platform, like Practice Panther can be leveraged to improve and create optim, you know, optimizations and efficiencies across processes of law firms. And we see just a lot of really well-positioned law firms looking at the whole gamut of process areas and how they can realize improvements. The, uh, Colin, anything to add to that? I, I was just gonna say, Bob, you might, Bob might work 40 hours a day uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> utilization is out of control. My, my utilization rate is not, my true utilization rate is not good. Uh, but, uh, I mean, let, let's talk about, I mean, one of the things that you do uh, in this report is kind of lay out a, a playbook of, of ways that, that firms can uh, work towards achieving a sustained success in their practices and some of the tips around uh, not just practices they should employ, but tools they should use in order to do that. So could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, I think there's there's a lot that we cover in the report. I'd say when we think about the, the growth opportunity for firms in 2024, uh, I'd say there's two dimensions that we, we really think a lot about, which is, you know, how firms are, you know, positioning themselves from a market standpoint. So, you know, responding to a lot of the increasing competition, client demands, um, then also to the the scalability piece of you know looking at their operational processes and how those can be you know increasingly efficient in ways that allow them to realize that growth, but also increase those labor to cash returns that we talked about. And I think that latter piece is really where we see Practice Panther having an outsized impact on the, on the firms that we work with. And so, what we kind of do in the report is ask law firms to you know really have a frank look and assessment at key process areas in their practice. Right. And if they had to plot them on a spectrum for from, you know, highly manual to highly automated, where do they sit on that spectrum? And any opportunity to shift things a little bit more right towards automated can create real material impacts to, you know, utilization rates that we talked about, billing realization, collections. And right. And so we we, we lay out five areas that we think Practice Panther um, and our customers are seeing a lot of success at. And right. And client intake especially critical from some of those more high volume, you know, practice areas. And we talk about some of the features that we have that are really helping firms do this, you know, related to, you know, custom client intake forms and, and where you place those and how they sync with your CRM. Um, you know, two, looking at, you know, document management, you know, how we limit the amount of time firms are spending on that, and which we know hampers utilization and looking at, you know, how customizable templates can actually help firms improve efficiencies. Um, you know, time and billing and a lot of robust features there payment processing, which is a really big one, especially in this market. Panther Payments is helping a lot of firms trend well in this right. Um, when you think about those collection rates, it's one of the big metrics that are impacting the labor cash return. You know, there's interesting, you know, stats that we have in the report around what those numbers look like in terms of collection rates for, you know, firms that are using, you know, native e-payment software versus those that are not, right? And, and there's a bit of a different trend where the numbers actually 
flat but slightly going up for firms that are using payment software, maybe payment software um, versus firms that are not. And so that being a huge area, especially in this market where cash is king, that's another one followed by, I think, client communications, client portals, workflow automations that automates a lot of those communications. So a whole range of stuff, Bob, um, I won't rattle them all off, but I think a ton of robust information for firms to kind of glean a playbook for how they should be thinking about their, their firm's processes going into 2024. Yeah, interesting information there. And one of the points that I picked up on that I thought was really interesting was this uh, this idea that some firms are are so busy, so overextended, really, that they're not following up on the collections. And that's where something like e-payments can really make a big difference uh, in, in a firm. Uh, and uh, that's a critical finding here. I think um, one one thing just to, to add to that is, is um, when you're looking at your, your vendor, what you want is something that has everything in one. And that's that was a big idea, um, like our, our big concept in terms of how we built our products, um, in particular Practice Panther. Um, when we launched our payments, our Panther payments a couple of years ago, we wanted to make sure all our new features came natively and, and all in one perspective. So you don't have to waste time kind of jumping back and forth. If you, if you have like an environment where you're using so many different integrations, something goes bust, you're making 15 support calls and you've given up on collecting that cash anyway. Um, but for us, we want it to be one seamless process. And our, as Milo mentioned, um, our customers are reaping the benefits. Um, even in this environment, the collections rates are going up and going up big. Yeah. Well, and you didn't mention this, but I mean, obviously one advantage to an all-in-one platform is you're paying one subscription as opposed to multiple subscriptions for multiple applications that you yeah. need to run your practice. That's right. Uh, yeah. What else from this report uh, do you want to call out? I know we our time is limited here today, but uh, anything else uh, that you want to bring out for listeners here? Yeah, I, I think it's just a lot of really compelling cases. I think what the report does really well is it shows the trends, right? Um, let's take, um, you know, workflows. We talked about how that's increasing, but it also codifies some of the impacts, you know, some of the things in driving those impacts. And I think when you look at the, the workflow piece, I would encourage um, listeners to, to go check out that stuff. I think there's interesting stats we said around what the workflows are looking like for law firms, but how, you know, talent shortages or the talent war is actually impacting a lot of that and what that may mean for their firms in terms of hiring and, and staffing, but also too, I think competition, right, uh, amongst large law firms, you know, coming down and competing for some of the, the smaller end of the market niche law firms. So I think there's a lot of great data that firms should be thinking about you know, how we actually pull into 2024. Um, so a ton of it, uh, I think we've covered a lot of the highlights, but I think a ton of useful things that firms can pull out. Yeah, people should definitely uh, go and read it uh, and download it. What's ahead for Practice Panther? What's what's next? Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of exciting things coming in, in um, the tail end Q4 and and going into into the new year. Um, a lot of a lot of new exciting product things as well as things for our customer. With this uh, with this report, we wanted to help our customers as they go into budgeting season for 2024 and. Um, They'll, they'll be really ready for some of the things that we have ready um, in session four and um, during that year. We're, we're excited for it. I'm excited to share when when times are ready. We'll, we'll put the link in the uh, show notes here. But where can people find this report? Yeah, the Practice Panther website. Um, you know, you go to resources. It's under our slew of guides. We have our industry report kind of anchored there. Um, it, it's certainly worthwhile. It's a great read. Doesn't all have to be read at once, but I think. 
leverage it more as a, as a playbook as you're planning for the new year versus a, a report that you read once. I think it could be referenced over over time. And so um, we're excited about it. Um, I think firms are, are finding a lot of value from it and we've received some great response so far. Um, so thanks. Colin, Maya, thanks for coming on the show and filling us in on uh, this new report of yours. It's an honor, Bob. Thanks for having us on your uh, on your PR podcast. Excited to see where you take it. Super excited about the format. Thanks, Bob. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow us on YouTube at LawNext underscore PR. This is Bob Ambrogi. Thanks for watching and or listening.